the best thing on this ECW Eastern Championship Wrestling before it was extreme. From the 18th of May 1993, best thing on this hour, Terry Funk's promo. It's Apposite, and you know I've been following it and doing it every every week, an episode a week from 93 before they became extreme. But the highlights for me of the two episodes that I've seen before this and this one are Terry Funk's promos because, you know, they're promos about his feud and his upcoming match with Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and he's messing around at his ranch and producing two funny promos before that. But this one, he just knows the dynamic. He just understands. You know, he said he's been kidding around with the horses recently, but this is this is about a Texas chain match. Let me explain to you what a Texas chain match is. And the great thing is here, half of us would be expecting for him to do something something a bit out of the ordinary because he liked to on his promos, but he didn't. He was serious and he had gravitas. He added gravitas and it made the match important and serious and dangerous and that's the wrestler that is why Terry Funk knew the business inside and out because he knew what was needed you can fool around and you buy time for yourself to then say let me be serious about this match and it stands out it stands out that he did that and it makes the match don't see Eddie Gilbert making the match. The shenanigans with Hot Stuff International and Paul da- Paulie Dangerously and all of that. You don't get any of that from him. It's Terry Funk who's saying, let me tell you, this match is serious. And that in this hour of ECW TV is so important. Because there's so much extraordinary stuff. Well, it's not extraordinary. It's a bit basic. But so much stuff where they're saying, look at this, but just to take a moment to give us the importance of this match and the danger of it, sells it beautifully. And he knew the crowd and he knew wrestling and he knew exactly what to do. And he will be much missed, but we have his matches to look back on. And we have these matches to look back on. Although I don't think I'll be doing that very much. Now, Stevie Wonderful is there with Jay Sully to begin with, but not for long, because Todd Gordon wants to come in and have a bit of a chat. And Paulie dangerously wants to come in and have a bit of a chat. They square up, and he's got backup, Paulie. Don Morocco. He arrives, Todd leaves. Yeah, you win this time. And what Morocco wants is a few with the Sandman, who is the heavyweight champion. Did I know that last week? Or did it slip my memory because it was a bit in one ear and out the other? Anyway, he wants a few with him, and that'll be interesting. At the head of this match, sorry, at the head of this programme, they show a match, which was the tag team title match last week, which was belt versus hair, with Larry Winters and Tony Stetson versus the Super Destroyers with their manager. Now, as I mentioned last week, belts versus hair. So if you win the belts, the hair needs to go. Or does it? Does it if you don't I don't know what the rules were. I was expecting that 
if the Super Destroyer's lost, they're wearing masks and they can't be shaven-headed, but their manager has lustrous locks and could be. Or was it that if Stetson and Winter's lost, they would have their head shaved because they've got lustrous hair as well? I don't know, but we've not followed up on it. If it is to do with the manager getting his head shaved, and I think he should have done. And what they do is they show the whole blooming match this week. It's about 10 minutes. So it's almost as if they haven't got enough. We haven't got enough matches. What do we do? Put that match on, it'll be fine. It seems that way. It's a bit odd. And I didn't really enjoy it. Not even the first time, let alone the second. And we start proper with Snooker and Eddie Gilbert, Superfly Jimmy and Eddie Gilbert, hot stuff, versus Max Thrasher and JT Smith, who, when ECW became extreme, extreme, was around for a while, wasn't he? Paulie dangerously introduces his two men, then says, you can introduce the rest. Now, Stevie, on, and it's quite good the way they do this, actually, on commentary, calls the group the Dangerous Alliance. Sully says, don't you, I thought it was Hot Stuff International. They leave it hanging in the air, but it's that, is he coming here, poorly dangerously, for a coup? With the show? With Hot Stuff International? What is it? We know now what it was. We know that he, he takes over with Todd, but we know, and it's rebranded. But at the time, it was interesting the way they did it. And in this match, there's not that much action. A Smith armbar, Gilbert chops a little bit, um, a suplex from him. You've got Eddie Gilbert moving and Thrasher receiving a knee and Thrasher getting angry about that, tripping Smith and leaving. Snooker splash off the top of the pin. Don't really need to know much more about that. Thank goodness for the Terry Funk promo later, well, after that, because then you've got, and this is quite good actually, Suicide Blondes, who last week said they wanted to be called by, or was it the first week, they wanted to be called by their Sunday names, Christopher and Jonathan, Candido and Hot Body. Now they said they've been to London, sold out Wembley three nights in a row, and then they got knighted by the Queen. So now they want to be called Sir. It's quite nice. It's nice. It's nice heel stuff. But we see them talking in the dressing room. Then they're in. It's a non-title match. It's against Winters and Stetson. And um, they need to be called Sir, of course, on their introduction. Quite good work here, actually. Candido Atomic Drop, which, uh, well, he's given an atomic drop, which makes him uh, run straight into hot body. Winter's leg drop, sets a neck breaker, that's okay. Suddenly, Sol Belomo's out. Now, we know he wears the kind of gladiator thing with the plastic gladiator helmet and all that, but what Stevie Wonderful and Jay Sully are having to do is to not recognise who he is. Well, he's been dressed up like that for the last two weeks that I've seen, so you know it's... Sal Belomo, you know he is. He's wearing the gladiator garb. No one else does it. So, yeah. So, he's in disguise, apparently, in Super Destroyer 3. And he keeps... He's got a beard on, a false beard, and he keeps pulling the beard up to the camera. Oh, look, it's me. We all know it's you, mate. I don't know. Anyway, there's a Suicide Blondes double drop kick, which is nice. It's not as good as the Rock and Roll Express, but it's not bad at all. Then you've got... Um, you've got... Um, I think it's, it's Winters throwing Candido off the top no it must be um, Stetson off the top onto Winters' knees Stetson get, gives him both slams 
Candida goes to the eyes, which I always love. I'll just stop that by going to the eyes. Double sunset flips from Winters and Stetson. And the ref counts both of them. It's a double pin. It's not, though, is it? Because one of the men would have been, or two of the men, would have been legal. So, isn't that the case in wrestling? Clearly not. Then we've got Don Morocco versus Glenn Osborne. Now, I wonder who's going to win here. At one point, Stevie says, why are we bothering with this match? I kind of thought the same thing. There's an Osborne armbar, and he works the arm, but then um, Morocco gets out of that and hits a Samoan drop. They they don't quite know what it's called. I think they call it a back slam or something. Which is, it's good to see these moves, nascent moves, nascent. Yes, that's the word, moves, you know. Um, Osborne comes up with a headboard and a flying clothesline, an elbow drop, Morocco kicks out at one. I mean, sucks to be Glenn Osborne at this time. You've done that. It's chain wrestling. You've given him a lot of your big moves. He kicks out at one. Yeah. Then Morocco drops um, Osborne throat first over the top rope, which I really like. And then the ending manoeuvre, it was extraordinary to see, but is it? I don't think it's not very protected. Let me just say that when I have a swing of my coffee. Because he grabs him, does Morocco, with one arm and gives him a pile driver. Not a tombstone between his knees or anything. A pile driver to one side of his knees. That's not protected at all, is it? You're not, your head's not between the knees. It's weird. It looked great. But I bet it didn't feel great. I could be wrong. But it looked quite dangerous. Which of course always looks good if you're watching wrestling. But you've got to be careful. Although probably Morocco protected him completely and I'm just absolutely wrong I'm sure that's the case now your main event is Sandman versus Rockin' Rebel oh this is really about their two female companions Tigra Tigra and Peaches Peaches they're not allowed at ringside but you know they're going to appear at some point it's for the heavyweight championship the action was okay here before the inevitable event so you've got, um, spoiler alert, oh, too late. You've got Rocking Rebel throwing Sandman to the ring post, Sandman with a reverse elbow, some punches, Rocking Rebel bails to get himself back together. He won't engage what he's getting in and getting out, you know. And then you've got Sandman sort of lying on the mat to invite, um, to invite Rocking Rebel in. They exchange punches. There's a huge back elbow from Sandman. Nice kick to a clothesline as well from uh, Rocking Rebel which is kind of the chain wrestling you're going to get here. And a leg drop for a long two count. They hit double punches. Then there's a double clothesline deal. Yeah. Stevie asks, um, he asks Jay Sully about the different combinations of winning the belt. So, for instance, so uh, if um, Rocky Robin, Rocky Rebel, not Rocky Robin, she's another thing entirely. She's another wrestler, isn't she? If Rocky Rebel pins Sam and he wins the belt. Yeah, Stevie... How much wrestling have you seen, mate? Yes, a pin means you win the belt. And here come Tiger and Peaches. There's a DQ. You knew Sandman wasn't going to lose. You knew that, that Tiger and Peaches... Tiger and Peaches going to get involved. It's 1993, so it's sort of a different era, but not really. And um, here's Sal Balomo. As um, 
destroyer number three, offering them pizza as they wrap up the programme. That's the kind of programme we've got this week. Thank goodness for the wrestling acumen and excellence of Terry Funk. Because if it wasn't for him, this would have been really very, very poor. Ta-ta.